right, all right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, this is Sounds of Asia, and I am your host, Greti. Honestly, I'm so excited right now because this is officially the first episode of season three. Season three of the show. I'm so thrilled right now and I miss doing this. I missed so much being here and talking to you guys. And honestly, while I was listening to the to the intro, to the jingle, I was feeling so good and so so satisfied and so, you know, very, very excited about um, about this new beginning and uh, about uh, the show and today's episode. Because, yes, as I told you, this is the official start of season three of Sounds of Asia. Woohoo! <laughs> um, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, the support and for listening to, to the radio and being interested in the radio. And, uh, you know, it's uh, every episode is posted on Spotify and this will be happening this semester as well. So uh, you can tune in on Spotify and listen to the show, listen to the episodes, the previous episodes as well, whenever you want and whenever you have time to do so. And also, I am super, super happy and uh, super... Um, grateful as well for uh, reaching a great milestone in the show because uh, I actually got the news that it, last year, honestly, actually has been listened, uh, the show has been listened to in all over the globe in 25 countries. Listened, streamed, downloaded, all that good stuff on Spotify in 25 countries all over the world. So I'm incredibly grateful, grateful for that and super excited for uh, what this semester will bring and uh, all the um, all the new interesting topics and countries and fingers crossed also um, guests from different uh, from different countries from Asia to come and uh, talk about the music from their home countries so yeah uh, if you are listening to me right now and you are from from country from Asia and you're here a uh, student in AUBG DM me or DM Radio Aura because I want you here <laughs> with me to talk together and to discuss together the music from uh, from your home country so yeah uh, feel free to DM me or DM Radio Aura uh, whichever country from the Asian continent I am welcoming all of you to come and be my guests literally be my guests I want you to be here with me <laughs> um but yeah, uh, for this episode, I uh, I am alone in the booth. I will be talking only. You will be listening only to me because I don't have a guest for for this time. But this doesn't. This uh, I promise that this episode will be a blast because I'm literally going to talk about metal from Taiwan. So this will literally be blasting. So yeah, uh, a little bit of um, of uh, how to see it. Um, oh, how how's the word? How, what do you, what did you say when there was? Uh, I mean, okay, uh, let's say let's put it that way. Caution for the people who are not into the heavy uh, genres and subgenres and are not into the heavy heavy uh, riffs and screams. Um, you can miss this episode <laughs> if you're not a fan of uh, the harder stuff because uh, today we we will be listening to a lot of metal, a lot of hard stuff, and honestly. The Taiwanese metal bands are some of the most brutal and most heavy bands I have ever heard. 
Uh, of course, uh, I want to note that uh, I won't be playing the brutalist and most heavy stuff that I have listened to and that I have found because metal in and of itself, although I love it, I absolutely adore it as a genre, it's not for everybody's here. And um, yeah, the, the most brutal stuff that I found is for even less, <laughs> uh, for uh, even less people. Uh, and honestly, uh, some of the songs I couldn't even, uh, I couldn't even uh, listen to the whole song of it because it was so hard and so brutal. Like my my ears started hurt uh, at like the maybe like the middle of the song. So yeah, um, we will not be listening to the most of the hardest of stuff. But I will tell you a couple of uh, of groups and a couple of subgenres that are this. If you uh, if you are a fan of the more the more brutal stuff, uh, there is stuff for you as well. So listen carefully, and I will tell you all about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, metal from Thailand. Uh, oof, metal from Taiwan. I'm I'm really sorry. We actually there was uh, pop from Thailand. Yes, I I talked about the pop from Thailand last. Uh, last semester, but today we're talking about metal from Taiwan. Yes, very heavy. Uh, some of some of them are very brutal, but yeah, as I said, we won't be going into too much of the brutal stuff. Uh, still, I wanted to mention a couple of things of what I have seen as characteristics that encompass uh, the, the Taiwanese uh, metal scene. Honestly, it is very colorful and it's very diverse. And uh, actually, metal is one of the genres that are most most listened to in Taiwan, which made a great uh, impression on me. And uh, something that encompasses the majority of the of uh, the metal bands uh, in from Taiwan in general is uh, the fact that they use a lot of um, historical themes, like actual historical uh, things that have been happening in Taiwan from the, the yeah from Taiwanese past. They're using a lot of uh, historical references uh, in their lyrics, a lot of social commentary on um, the Chinese government, uh, especially because you know there are. Uh, occasional tensions between Taiwan and China about the independence of Taiwan and uh, how they want to be separate separate from China. Uh, yeah, from the Republic of China. Uh, so uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, the lyrics are anti uh, the Chinese government and uh, represent and refer to and go back to um, the many tragic historical events that uh, uh, that have happened in Taiwan in its um, in its path to liberation and in, that is continuing still. But yeah, uh, the Taiwanese people have uh, gone through Japanese occupation, through Chinese occupation, and this is only the um, the most recent uh, history. Also, uh, after World War II, there have been a lot of rebellions of the Taiwanese people. Uh, so a lot of a lot of battles. They have they have really gone through a lot of battles, and uh, this is seen very very heavily in the lyrics of the Taiwanese metal bands. But also uh, something that I have uh, also seen as a recurrent topic in uh, in the lyrics is this feeling of triumph, this feeling of um, kind of uplifting the the spirit of Taiwanese people and uh, in a way uh, telling them and soothing them and um, yeah giving them hope that even though they have gone through a lot of hardships in their uh, historical past uh, they will at the end be victorious and they will triumph so uh, this um, 
these messages are also um, heavily um, entrenched in uh, the in, in the lyrics of those metal bands. Also, uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of bands who use traditional instruments uh, in their um, in their um, in, yeah in their instrumental basically. And uh, there's also a, a lot of Taiwan traditional Taiwanese stories, mythology, uh, Taiwanese gods, and all that kind of stuff. And this very well uh, uh, sums uh, up a little bit of <laughs> this very rich and very diverse scene of um, uh, of uh, metal from Taiwan. Uh, actually, I also wanted to tell you that this time um, the show will be a little bit different uh, because I won't be talking too much about um, I won't be talking too much about um, the development of the genre or the more of the historical part as I did in past uh, in past episodes. In this episode I want uh, to share with you um, and I want us together to listen to uh, different um, metal bands from different subgenres. Uh, especially because exactly because uh, the Taiwanese metal scene, as I said, is super diverse, and uh, there are a lot of bands from very different uh, subgenres of metal. So I want to kind of make this episode a little bit more broad and present you to a little bit more diverse, um, a little bit more diversity in the Taiwanese metal scene because it is very very diverse, and uh, you can't pinpoint just one band which is uh, very prominent from from one from one genre all of them are kind of all of them have their great importance in uh, in Taiwanese music scene so with that being said I would like to uh, open this uh, episode with uh, our first song that we will listen to today to kind of set up the mood for the next hour hour and a half uh, we'll see we'll see how long we will go and uh, this is actually this song uh, is called Millennia's Fate Undone and is by the band Ktonic. I will talk a little bit more about Ktonic after we listen to the song because it's one of the most prominent Taiwanese metal bands. And uh, I'm putting it first because this is also the very first uh, song, the very first metal song from the Taiwanese metal scene that I heard, which was back in, I think, 2008. Uh, 18 or 2019 somewhere like that Um, the song uh, and the album that uh, uh, the album Battlefields of Ashura that the song is from is is, yeah it was released in 2016 but I heard it I think in 2019 or something like that but yeah this was my first song that I heard from a Taiwanese metal band so uh, yeah I want to welcome you guys (laughs) into the world of Taiwanese metal with this song So let's listen together to Millennia's Fate Undone by Ktonic and I will be back with all of the other good stuff that uh, I will be presenting to you and all of the good music that we will listen to. Yes, okay, super exciting, I'm very excited right now. So yeah, now let's listen and enjoy to Millennia's Fate Undone. Yeah. 
uh, we are hearing the last seconds of Millennia's Fate Undone, our first uh, Taiwanese metal song for today. And oh my god, I just adore this song so much. I, I love it so much. I mean, the whole uh, album Battlefields of Ashura, I love it with all my heart. <laughs> uh, it's from 2016, as I already mentioned. And... Um, Yeah, I wanted to... to uh, On my mind was uh, was the fact that a lot of Western people don't really like listening to uh, Eastern, especially uh, South and um, uh, East Asian uh, bands, uh, because um, metal all over the world is different. And I think that is the beauty of it. Uh, but there are uh, some Western... Um, Western metalheads that don't really enjoy metal from uh, from East and Southeast Asia because the way that the songs are mixed uh, and structured is a little bit different than how Western uh, metal songs are mixed and structured. So Battlefields uh, of Ashura got a little bit of negative critique from uh, Western um, from the Western metalheads because um, they because for them the vocals were a little bit too much and um, they were a little bit too prominent and were um, overshadowing the instrumental. Uh, this was like the main critique and I think this is true for uh, a lot of uh, the, um, the the East Asian and Southeast Asian metal bands because uh, the metal that I listen to is almost exclusively from there. <laughs> um, but I think it's uh, it's a preference. For me, this doesn't uh, doesn't make the song worse. I, I really like it. But uh, again, as I said, Battlefields of Ashura is both in English and Taiwanese version, actually. Both of them are on Spotify. Almost almost their whole discography of Ktonic uh, is on Spotify. So you can uh, go on Spotify and listen to them. And uh, if you are interested in hearing uh, their stuff, And yeah, uh, have your own opinion you know, whether you like uh, this type of mixing or not. Uh, but yeah, as I said, uh, for me, this is preference. Uh, and I I personally really like it. So let's continue with a little bit more information about Ktonic because they are one of the most prominent and most famous outside of Taiwan, uh, Taiwanese metal bands. And they have been kicking it since... Uh, 1995 uh, they are from Taipei the the capital of, uh, of Taiwan and uh, they have earned uh, the title the Black Sabbath of Asia so I think this says a lot about them about their technique about their music and I think it is definitely deserved and uh, they add a lot of uh, traditional instruments as well because uh, they are They, they're a mixture between black metal, folk metal, and symphonic metal, uh, but they do add um, they do add uh, in their songs um, Taiwanese instruments such as erhu, koto, shamisen, also Tibetan uh, Tibetan bells and flutes, and uh, they are one of the most prominent bands also because um, actually this, uh, the frontman of the band Freddie Lim. Uh, is uh, also has been has been a political figure in Taiwan, uh, especially in 2016 when he was elected as part of the parliament. That was a great time for for Ktonic. And honestly, people did not expect uh, new music, but they appeared bombastically with Battlefields of Ashura, <laughs> and yeah, a lot of people were happy. Uh, and I also think it's very epic 
uh, like the whole the whole um, the whole album is a very epic piece. And uh, as I mentioned before uh, in the beginning uh, of the episode, that a lot of bands use uh, r- refer to historical events and mythology in their um, in their lyrics. Tonic are uh, not different from that. They use a lot of historical references and they think about uh, Taiwan's tra- some of the Taiwan's uh, most tragic moments, historical moments in the past. But also, as I said, especially with Millennia's Fate Undone, there is this very uh, there is this very uh, acute feeling of triumph and uh, of epicness. Of yes, we have the power and we will triumph. We will be uh, on top, basically. Um, Something else that I also wanted uh, to, to say is that the bassist of uh, the bassist of um, the band is uh, female, and uh, she is called Dorisie, and she's an absolute icon. Uh, she <laughs> she's also the wife of uh, of Freddie Lim, the frontman, but uh, she herself is also very active socially because she um, she has established this uh, Awakening Foundation, which is a women's rights organization in Taiwan. So yes, we love a socially aware queen, uh, and yeah, she's one of my favorite uh, bassists. I mean, woman, woman bassists. Uh, and <laughs> something interesting about them, like uh, they're, <laughs> they're so metal, and uh, so sometimes uh, in their uh, in their lyrics, so anti-Chinese government that they are actually banned from performing in some parts of China. They also think a lot about um, about. Uh, pe- oppressed minorities uh, from the Chinese government, such as the Tibetans and the Uyghur Muslims. That I think is very important to talk about. It's a very important topic and should be talked more about uh, all over the world. They also have nine albums. I just wanted to to mention that because, I mean, they have been kicking it since 1995. So, uh, yeah, they have a lot of stuff. And uh, if we have time, we will listen to one more song of theirs, but... Uh, we'll see if that will happen, if uh, we will have time for that. Because right now I want to uh, open the gates to uh, Taiwanese folk metal with two other bands, which are Bloody Tyrant and Crescent Lament. I will talk shortly about those two bands and we will listen to uh, two uh, songs from them. So Bloody, Ty- Bloody Tyrant is, um, again, folk black metal band. They were formed in the end of 2009 and actually they are not from Taipei because uh, most of the bands which are more more popular, let's say that way, in the Taiwanese music scene are from Taipei, from uh, the, the capital, but they actually are from the countryside of Nanto County. And uh, they also use a lot of uh, mythological stories uh, in their lyrics and something interesting. And we'll actually listen to a song from one of their albums. This is from the song that we listened to is from their 2015 second full length album, The Legacy of Sun Moon Lake, in which they talk about like they share uh, this uh, mythological mythological story of uh, the tribe Tao, which uh, lives near the Sun Moon Lake. So yeah, they are they're telling the the story of the tribe in that album, and we will listen to uh, a song from there. Uh, I think this is one of the most important, most interesting, I mean, stuff, and also most important uh, thing from them, and also that they do something that is not common in uh, the folk folk metal in the folk metal bands from Taiwan is that they use a lot of clean vocals in some of their songs. 
which uh, I don't I don't know why it's so unorthodox <laughs> to do so, but I definitely like it. And I mean, I'm a very big fan of symphonic metal as well. So I love when there's uh, in the midst of all the screaming, there's also a little bit of um, there's an element of kind of like harmony and a little bit of clean vocals. And yeah, it, it just it, it just uh, for me, for me personally, transcends the song to, to another level. Uh, and also something important for them as well is that they use exclusively uh, this instrument called pipa, which is a four-stringed lute-like instrument of Chinese origin. They use it a lot in their um, in their instrumental. And the second uh, the second band that I want to present to you guys from this uh, folk metal subgenre is Crescent Lament. And actually, actually Crescent Lament's uh, singer is a woman. So they are um, centered by a woman. And uh, something uh, characteristic about them is that their sound is very sorrowful. They they really think about very sad, tragic things. So they have this very sorrowful uh, sound to them, especially with the beautiful voice of, uh, of their front woman. It's just... Uh, it just gets you to, to your feelings. It just hits you, because um, even though I don't really understand what they're what they're um, what they're singing about, because it's in Taiwanese Chinese, um, the emotions that are conveyed through her voice can cannot ju- can't just not uh, make you emotional. You you can feel them. You can just feel them. And they were formed in two thousand and seven. They also use a lot of erhu and they use, uh, in addition, keyboards in their instrumental as well. And uh, the song that we will listen to is from their um, is from their uh, album Land of Lost Voices. Let me just see uh, the year that this was released. Ah, 2020. Okay, uh, Land of Lost Voices. And this album talks about like all of the songs from the album uh, are telling the story of uh, Taiwanese geisha. Uh, the story of, uh, as, uh, as they say, heartache and misery of a Taiwanese geisha during uh, her life during the Japanese occupation of Taiwan and post World War, post World War II, and the tragic event of February 28, which is one of the most bloody rebellions uh, of the Chinese people of of the Taiwanese people in their uh, strife for independence from Chinese government. Yes. So, uh, enough of me talking, let's listen to music. (laughs) So, the first song that we will listen to is uh, from Bloody Tyrant, and the second one will be from Crescent Lament. Let's listen to them, uh, enjoy them, and I will be back uh, with some other good stuff. But for now, uh, let's enjoy together. I present to you Bloody Tyrant and Crescent Lament. Enjoy!
<laughs> oh my god, this was uh, incredible. We just listened to a Crescent Lament, uh, and before that, we listened to a song by Bloody Tyrant. Uh, those two folk metal bands coming from Taiwan. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but for me, this was absolutely epic. <laughs> Hope that you uh, that you find it epic as well. All right. So uh, continuing on, we have a lot of other bands to talk about, and one of them is actually a very very curious band because it's the first Buddhist metal band in Taiwan, and it's actually pretty new band because it's from 2018. So they have been uh, on the music scene uh, since recently, and basically they are called Dharma. And uh, they are uh, th- their music is a fusion between spirituality and metal, and basically their lyrics are uh, of uh, holy Buddhist st- scriptures, basically, and most of them are sung in the original Sanskrit. So I don't know how those people are doing it, but uh, honestly, applause. <laughs> I love those sound effects so much. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, really applause uh, for them for singing in original Sanskrit. This is amazing. And we will listen to uh, a song uh, from them just in a second. And uh, before that, though, I also wanted to uh, to mention that uh, when they are performing on stage, they are actually accompanied by a real Buddhist monk uh, who opens the concert with chants and scripture readings. So, yeah, a spirituality and metal. Uh, I don't know a better combination than that, honestly. <laughs> and um, we listened to a song by them, and it's actually again um, chanting of uh, one uh, of the mantras, uh, on, actually, and it's the six-character Great Bright Mantra Om Mani Padme Hum. So we, we will listen to that uh, soon enough. <laughs> this fusion between uh, yeah Buddhism and metal uh, it sounds incredible and I heavily heavily uh, um, would like you guys to go and check them out on um, on Spotify although they're a little bit hard to find uh, because uh, the name Dharma there are a lot of other bands with the name Dharma I don't know why and they're a little bit hard to, fa- to find but uh, if you write um, I mean, you can you can actually see them. I was a little bit confused the first time I was uh, looking uh, looking uh, about them on Spotify because uh, you can't really tell uh, if it's uh, if it's the the metal <laughs> the metal band or uh, just a Spotify uh, account for Buddhist scriptures basically because literally uh, their songs are called um, the Maha the Maha Prajna Paramita Heart Sutra. Six character great bright mantra and uh oh and so on and so forth. So yeah, if you see a very long title like this and uh, the um, the picture of the album or the song is uh, seems very spiritual and Buddhist-like, this and the account name is Dharma. This these are those people. Uh, so yeah, just letting you know, guys, because uh, I I got confused and maybe you will get confused as well because it really. Uh, when you when you search them on Spotify, you will see what I'm talking about. But yes, Dharma, the first Buddhist metal band in Taiwan, and uh, there is uh, no no other band like them up until now. Uh, so they are the only ones. They are the first one and only ones uh, in in this can I say subgenre for now. 
Uh, so I'm really curious to see how are they are going to to grow and if there will be another band like this uh, popping up sometime soon. I really hope so because I think uh, the idea is very unique and great, but we'll see what will happen. Uh, the next band that I want to present you is uh, much, much, much different in sound than Dharma because um, the next uh, subgenre that I want to touch a little bit upon is black metal. And we will listen to the song, uh, we will listen to the band Inferno Requiem. The thing about Inferno Requiem is that uh, this is a one man band and, and it has been going on since 1999. 1999. Yes, since 1999 till this day, this man, like all along, has been producing his stuff. So I think this also deserves a round of applause. <laughs> Yes, my my biggest respect for this uh, for this guy. And honestly, this is one of uh, one of the more one of the heaviest maybe bands that I have uh, <laughs> I have listened to. Um, the thing is that uh, uh, on his Spotify account there is only ah there are two albums. Uh, one is actually one is actually kind of like an EP and an album. So even though even though this man has been going on since 1999, uh, there are only two two lengthier pieces uh, of his on Spotify. I think there is I'm I'm pro- I'm sure that there is much more on YouTube. If you if you search Inferno Requiem on uh, on YouTube, but on Spotify it's just uh, it's just those two. So keep that in mind. And I will be playing a song from uh, his 2016 album Gloomy Night Stories. And um, His songs are very long and they have a lot of uh, instrumental in it, which is hauntingly beautiful, I will tell you that. And uh, actually some of the some of his main components that he uses in his songs are horror, sci-fi and arcane components. So I think this is a very interesting mixture. Gloomy Night Stories is definitely uh, a little bit more on the horror slash folk side, I would say, uh, just uh, from... Um, idea-wise, I would say, and sound-wise. Uh, I don't see much of sci-fi in Gloomy Night Stories, but I'm sure that there is uh, there is more in, in his other releases that uh, sadly are not uh, are not on Spotify for now. And actually, the first song in Gloomy Night Stories is called Crimson Grudge and is 9 minutes and 30 seconds. Most of it is instrumental and, as I said, it's hauntingly beautiful, but it's very hard as well so yeah keep that in mind uh we will listen to one song from his which uh is uh, shadow in the deep red loft it's heavy i will tell you uh from from now that it's a very heavy song uh definitely very very different from dharma's six character great mantra so um i think yeah I think we can listen uh, to those two bands right now because this is uh, the, these are the main things that I wanted to mention about uh, about the two the those two bands and yeah okay let's now first meditate <laughs> for those who like metal this probably uh, this music of Dharma will sound like uh, meditation music so yeah first we'll go to that and then we will go through uh, the very Um, strange and a little bit uh, a little bit horrendous uh, sight of black metal uh, with uh, Inferno Requiem. Uh, 
All right, so、uh, let's listen to those two songs now. Enjoy, guys, and I will be back talking about、uh, other bands. Okay, let's now listen to them.
All right. So those were six character. Uh, great bright mantra from Dharma and shadow in uh, the shadow in the deep red loft by uh, Inferno Requiem. Uh, I told you guys that it's getting heavy. <laughs> uh, honestly, those uh, uh, the drums uh, the drums in uh, Shadow in the Deep Red Loft get me every time. <laughs> they uh, start on me every time uh, because they're oh my god they're so amazing so so heavy but so amazing as well. Um, and actually, um, I just wanted to, to mention about Dharma. Um, uh, the the mantra actually that you heard, that is heard in the beginning Om Mani Padme Hum uh, they sing, sing it throughout the song and in the beginning it uh, it begins with that Om Mani Padme Hum but you know in the in this very low register so this is basically uh, the sixth character Great Bright Mantra this is how it is pronounced and they're uh, singing about it basically all right so let's continue now uh, our adventure through the world of Taiwanese metal <laughs> with uh, with some trash metal. And uh, honestly, trash metal uh, isn't uh, isn't too popular of a subgenre right now. In 2005, there has been a golden new wave of trash metal, uh, which uh, through which a lot of the iconic trash metal bands uh, kind of started. Then there, and one of them is Bazooka. Uh, I'm very uh, sad because Bazooka the do not have any songs on Spotify, but they have on YouTube. So if you are curious, you can listen to them on YouTube. Uh, but uh, they say about themselves that they use a lot of distorted vocals and simplistic but merciless killer riffs. And they are basically bringing the old school trash back uh, to the contemporary times, basically. And they also are they also have a bit a mixture of punk and black metal uh, in them as well. And I think uh, actually something that I found uh, about uh, about them, about Bazooka, is that they have one of the uh, one of the drummers, one of the fastest drummers in the metal Taiwanese metal scene. So yeah, definitely check them out because uh, I think this is uh, this is incredible. Uh, again, very sad that they don't have uh, music on Spotify, but you can uh, check Bazooka out on uh, YouTube and actually Bazooka is spelled with two O's and uh, the first O uh, has an umlaut like two, po two dots over the O so that you know uh, what to search for in the YouTube bar and if you if you hear me uh, doing if you hear like rattling of, uh, of paper this is me going through my notes so don't be scared <laughs> and um, there are also a lot of other trash bands that are not that popular but still important for the trash metal scene if you're interested into that you can also check out iron fist sfr and sadistic rapture uh, but i want to talk a little bit more about another trash uh, trash metal taiwanese band which is inferno chaos and they do have actually a spotify account so you can find their music on spotify as well and we will listen uh, to one song uh, from them uh, they are not that harsh because they are more melodic trash band. And actually, the lead guitarist of Ktonic, you remember the first uh, band that we listened to and that I talked about, Ktonic, the very important uh, uh, band for uh, the popularity of Taiwanese uh, metal as a whole. Uh, their lead guitarist is also the lead guitarist and main songwriter in uh, Infernal Chaos, Jesse Lu. 
he's amazing at race as well, honestly. And uh, Infernal Chaos also also have uh, one of the most pow- powerful drummers, drummers in the Taiwanese scene. Um, they are a band uh, since 2004, and in their recent releases, they also add a little bit more electronic motifs. And we will listen to a song. Uh, this is this top is the hell uh, from their most recent uh, EP, which is from 2022, and it's called Metamorphosis. So they they from 2004 up till now they really had um, uh, kind of like a shift in their uh, in their music um, because I think they started a little bit more harsh, but now they're a little bit more um, a little bit more melodic and with uh, with uh, as well adding electronic motifs uh, to their recent tracks. And uh, their main topics are the collective spirit of frustration of Taiwanese people and also the uncertainty that the Taiwanese youth feels. So uh, this is what I, uh, how I wanted to touch a little bit upon the trash, uh, the trash metal from Taiwan. There is also another subgenre that I will uh, briefly touch upon, but I will not play any uh, song from there because. It will it will be a little bit too much and is a little bit too much even for me even though my my ear as far as I can say <laughs> is trained uh, to listen to harsh more harsh uh, harsh songs well I was proven wrong by um, this subgenre which I don't I don't know if it exists uh, anywhere else but uh, it's uh, very prevalent in Taiwan and it's called stoner grind. And uh, one of the most prominent bands from this subgenre is Gorpot. And their music does sound gory, not gonna lie. <laughs> and they're basically talking about pot and about getting high and uh, yeah, uh, stoner things basically. Uh, they, uh, they are brutal, not going to lie. They are very brutal. Uh, one of the most technical and frenetic bands on the Taiwanese uh, on the Taiwanese scene, uh, featuring uh, a lot of, as I said, pot um, references. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, be cautious <laughs> about what what you listen from them, because uh, ju- just because if you don't really like uh, too harsh and too brutal and frenetic uh, sounds, they are definitely not for you, and they're definitely not for me as well. Even though I have been listening to metal for for I think six five or six years now uh yeah but stoner grind if you are into that kind of stuff definitely check out gorepod all of their uh, discography is on spotify so yeah train uh train your ears or actually if you want to test your <laughs> your ears and how much you can um how much you can how far you can go of listening to them uh, also, for uh, the people who are into Grind as well, another very good band uh, that I can recommend is Brain Corrosion. But again, I will not play it because it's a little bit too much. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Grind is a little bit too much and I just don't want to um, to get into that much heavy stuff. But yeah, for the people who do want to get into uh, into this, uh, Brain Corrosion, which are death and slash grind band, and Gorpot from the stoner grind uh, subgenres are definitely a recommendation from where to start from me. So uh, let's now uh, listen to uh, This Top is the Hell by Infernal Chaos, uh, this melodic trash band that uh, I talked a little bit about. And uh, I will be going through the um, last subgenre after that for today, which is deathcore. 
but let's listen a little bit uh, to um, melodic trash metal with electronic motifs uh, <laughs> presented by Infernal Chaos and this stop is The Hell. Enjoy and I'll be back very very soon.
right. Those were the last seconds of This Stop is the Hell by Infernal Chaos, a melodic trash band from Taiwan. Alright, so uh, as I mentioned before this very quick music break, uh, right now is the time for uh, the last sub-genre uh, from the metal scene that I will be uh, talking a little bit more about and that is Deathcore. So, uh, when it comes to Deathcore, uh, Beyond Cure is your band, honestly. <laughs> uh, Beyond Cure is uh, one of uh, one of the most popular Deathcore bands on the Taiwanese music scene, and I think they definitely deserve the hype uh, because there are a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of skilled musicians uh, in the band. Even though uh, the band has gone through many lineup changes, right now, um, right now, um, they have one of the most technically skilled slap bassists on the Taiwanese music scene. Uh, and also, uh, they are... Um, something characteristic about them is that on their um, concerts and on their live shows, they definitely do have lots of fun and they entertain the public with their skills because there are a lot of solos by by the, um, the instrumentalists and also the vocalist, actually, uh, who can sing opera as well, does that. Uh, and there are a lot of uh, experimenting, uh, life, ex- life experimenting, they're just playing something and a little bit like jazz musicians, you know how jazz musicians are um, experimenting a lot with, uh, with their skills and with their technicality. Uh, Beyond Cure do the same in their, in their live shows. Uh, which leaves uh, the public in awe <laughs> most of the time, and they are they are definitely um, definitely famous as well for having fun uh, and experimenting a lot, and in that way entertaining uh, the public as well. Uh, yeah, the, the, the lineup changes a lot of lineup changes, but now uh, the, one of the most cute slab bastions. Honestly, they are definitely uh, they are definitely um, going hard. So uh, <laughs> definitely uh, check them out as well. Um, they uh, do have stuff on Spotify. It's not that much because they are banned for a very long time. Actually, I haven't I haven't written in my notes since when, but I think um, early 2000 or something like that. Uh, but a lot of their uh, a lot of their discography is on uh, is on Spotify as well, so uh, you can uh, you can listen to it and check them out if you would like. Mm, on Spotify, their latest uh, release is from 2019, and it's a single. Uh, but they have a lot of other albums, like I, uh, I yeah, three full albums. Uh, they have three full albums on on Spotify, and we will listen a song from their album, uh, full-length album from 2017. Uh, the thing is that the, the song name is uh, in uh, Taiwanese Chinese and I cannot read that thing. <laughs> but you will uh, you will listen to it and you can see if you like it or not. And uh, the second band from the deathcore subgenre that I would like to uh, talk a little bit more about is Flesh Juicer. They're a band from 2006 and something interesting about them is that their lead vocalist wears a pig mask, literally, <laughs> and uh, he also, occasionally in some of the songs, he also adds pig squeal- squeals to the overall uh, heavy stuff, he also adds that, so um, my respect, <laughs> my respect, because uh, this is, uh, I don't know, I think it's very, it's a hard technique, but uh, I'm not not too much into the vocal technicalities uh, of metal, I don't really know much about that, but 
Uh, I think pig squeals are not very easy to to reproduce, but but he does that occasionally, and especially uh, especially in their um, older stuff. Uh, and in the recent releases, uh, they add a little bit more melodic elements, and they also um, are, they don't make a difference, and they also do promote the Taiwanese culture, history, uh, yeah, mythology, everything uh, all about that, just without the without the traditional uh, instruments. But their lyrics are still heavily influenced by the Taiwanese history, culture, and what is going on in the country right now. Mm, oh yeah, they're also uh, pretty famous outside of Taiwan as well. While Beyond Cure are very famous in Taiwan, Fresh Juicer have managed to uh, go out of Taiwan and are very uh, popular outside uh, of, uh, of the island as well. So uh, let's listen now to uh, two songs by them and afterwards I will present uh, two other bands that are particularly some of my most favorite ones. But right now uh, let's enjoy um, let's enjoy uh, two songs, one song by Beyond Cure and one song by Flesh Juicer and uh, I will be right back. Yeah. 
正在分裂，这个世界这个地点正在分裂，我的心情跟着空间正在分裂，互相拉扯的，无法前进的，表情扭曲，所有矛盾都是自己该面对的，这一切的一切正在分裂。
继续当作无代志。你知我知，这规矩。咱要对对去，阿咪好好写功课。咱要对对去，一条尾乖乖交代。咱要对对去，有人跳出来还攻击。我想要走掉，啊，你让我走，但今日就发烧了，不想。<laughs> that was uh, oh, that was a song by Flesh Juicer. Uh, 
and honestly i adored it a lot i hope that you guys liked it as well um i, I just wanted to mention a couple of things for flesh juicer as well because uh, i just um, uh, noticed that uh on their on their spotify account yes there's a lot of uh, songs from them like their discography is very uh full on their uh, spotify account so definitely feel free to go there and look them up if you if you like their style uh but they have uh, they have a lot of um a lot of successes uh in they had a lot of successes in 2021 uh in which they are uh, their third album golden Taiti bro <laughs> uh won uh, the golden indie music award for best album best live performance and best band uh and also won the golden music award yeah for best band uh it, it's okay so yeah, so they won the Golden Indie Music Award for Best Album, Best Live Performance and Best Band, which uh, made them the biggest winner uh, in this uh, in those awards in 2021. So uh, they're definitely going strong and uh, deservedly so. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's time uh, to tell you guys a little bit more about two of the bands uh, I really like a lot. I mean, Ktonic is one of... Uh, one of the bands that I adore uh, from the Taiwanese music scene because they are the first one that got me into it and I just love the epicness of their songs. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit more about two uh, other bands and uh, the first one is Solemn uh, and it's uh, a band from 2003. Uh, they have been going for a long time now, like 20 years now. Uh, but from 2003, their, their um, debut, uh, until 2009, they were going by the name Shu. But after 2009, up until now, they're going by, uh, the, by the name Solemn. They also had uh, a couple of uh, lineup changes because they first started with uh, one uh, with one vocalist. Uh, it's uh, against a female fronted band, so um, they had one vocalist uh, by 2012, uh, Wendy, but she left the band and was replaced by Evelyn Tofu in 2013, which is the vocalist for the band up until this point. Uh, they also had a lineup change in their drummers. In 2011, their drummer left and was replaced by Xiaoyu, which is again a woman, and uh, she is called uh, the drum goddess by the band. <laughs> so we stand those two queens in in the band because I just love when I see uh, when I see women in metal because um, I don't know I think metal it's still kind of male dominated genre and when you when you think about metal uh it's uh male frontmen uh that actually come to mind and not female fronted uh female fronted bands so i love seeing women in metal and i wish to see even more women in metal and especially in taiwan uh there is definitely there are definitely women in metal which i adore because uh in the japanese uh, scene for example that i'm very that i'm that i listen to a lot almost exclusively there are almost no women uh which is for me is kind of sad uh but oh well <laughs> we can still uh we can still acknowledge and like uh, the works that uh that has been done by uh by the men in in the metal scene 
So, uh, yes, uh, something else that I wanted to uh, to say about uh, Solemn. They also sometimes add a bit of electronic motifs into their into their songs, but uh, primarily their music combines elements of metalcore, melodic death metal, and trash metal as well. Yeah, they have a bit of metalcore and uh, mellow melodic elements, especially in their um, in their latest uh, releases. Okay, uh, and the second, the second group that I actually, the second band that I wanted to uh, present to you guys is uh, Antrocity. They are a band since 2011, I, I think. Let me open. Uh, they are. Uh, yes, they are banned since 2011. Uh, but th- you know, on their Spotify account, you can find um, you can find their stuff, which is like the stuff on their Spotify account is not since their beginning. Uh, it's not since their debut, but it's more a uh, little bit more recent stuff. And we will actually listen to uh, their 2021 release 19, but it's Roman numerals. Uh, the, it is uh, um, it is a full-length album. It is their debut full-length album, uh, actually, and uh, it is uh, basically the album that kind of um, that uh, made them more popular and more seen uh, on the Taiwanese music scene. And their uh, Their uh, um, single is uh, also uh, like the single for for their um, for their album is uh, 19, but as I said, in Roman numerals. Uh, and yes, I really like uh, those two bands, uh, and we will listen to uh, two songs by them, and these uh, will be the last two songs basically that we listen uh, from the world of uh, Taiwanese metal. So let's enjoy a song by Solemn and uh, 19 in Roman numerals by uh, Antrocity and I will be back to say bye-bye. But yeah, for now, let's enjoy those two songs.
right, we are listening to uh, the last second of 19 in Roman numerals, <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, by Anthrocity. And we listened to in this uh, little music break by those two uh, two bands uh, from Taiwan, Solemn and Anthrocity, two of uh, my favorite bands. And those are two of my most favorite songs from uh, Taiwanese metal scene. So, uh, yes, these were the last two songs that we listened to uh, on this episode of Sounds of Asia. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. And uh, again, it is a pleasure and it's an honor to be here. And um, I... Uh, right now I'm a little bit more calm. I mean, at the beginning I was very excited about uh, about this this first uh, this first episode from the third um, the third season of Sounds of Asia, and right now that uh, I'm almost done with this first uh, with with this first episode, I am very confident for the future, and I can wait for the next episode, which will most probably happen in two weeks. Uh, from now, uh, most probably again on Monday. But uh, don't forget to follow Radio Aura. And also, don't forget, very, very, very important. Very important, don't forget to follow Sounds uh, of Asia on Instagram. We actually have our own Instagram. So go and follow it so that you uh, you can be kept uh, updated and posted about when the next episode will be and what cover of uh, what topic I will cover and uh, if I will or will not have guests. I most I hope that I will have guests because uh, the whole um, the whole episode just becomes much more uh, insightful and much more uh, interesting uh, to listen to. But yes, uh, once again, thank you for tuning in. Keep on tuning in uh, in Radio Aura. And yeah, uh, actually the, the next uh, thing that we will be doing in Radio Aura is tomorrow's decaf. So uh, yeah, don't forget about that one, 10.30. Just go there and go to uh, our um, webpage and tune in to uh, to the decaf tomorrow, tomorrow morning. But for now, uh, this was... Uh, Sounds of Asia, episode one, season three. I am your host, Greti. And uh, it is lovely time here uh, to be with you and to listen to uh, diverse music with you. And I will uh, continue doing it uh, throughout this semester as well. And for now, uh, I wish you a very pleasant evening or day or whatever uh, time zone you are in <laughs> and a great start of the week because it's Monday and yeah i wish you all the all the all the very best love you all and yeah that's a wrap for uh for now so yeah uh bye guys and you will uh, hear from me very very soon bye